How does the case for Christ measure up? Hello again, my name is Wallace Smith. Welcome to a Tomorrow's World webcast. And I'd like to talk about the movie, The Case for Christ. Uh, based on Lee Strobel's book of the same name. It's been out for a while, came out around April 7th, I think, and I have seen it. Actually, I had the opportunity to see it at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention. It was an almost complete version at the time. They just had some tweaking to do. It has been out in theaters for a while. They tried to time it around Easter for obvious marketing purposes and their own uh, evangelistic purposes, what they were wanting to do with the movie. How does it really measure up? I can summarize right now, but I hope you'll stay tuned and hear why I say this. It doesn't go far enough, and I'll explain that in just a bit. Mr. Strobel's journey is a fascinating one, but the movie really highlights that it's not just his journey. It's the journey for both him and his wife. Uh, it doesn't really spoil the movie to say that his wife ends up converting uh, to a mainstream form of Christianity, kind of evangelical, etc. This is back in the early, early 80s. And it bothers Mr. Strobel. Uh, Lee Strobel is an atheist, an avowed atheist, a very strongly believing, if you will, quote-unquote atheist, that is, believing in atheism, if you'll let me say that. And it bothers him that his wife has suddenly found herself uh, addicted, you know, into this cult-like thing that believes that Jesus rose from the dead, etc. But Lee Strobel is also an investigative journalist working for, I think, the Chicago Tribune. And he decides he's going to investigate the case for Christ. He's going to use his uh, journalistic abilities to dive into the story of the resurrection of Jesus Christ and hopefully, in his mind, prove that it is a fraud, prove that it never happened and that it's all just based on fantasy and illusion and thus hopefully disabuse his wife of this mythic thing she's gotten caught up in and thus restore his marriage. And the only reason his marriage really needed restoring is because he himself was so bothered by all of it. Uh, Mr. Strobel and Mrs. Strobel, Lee and Leslie Strobel, actually introduced the movie themselves at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention. And I have to say, you know, if I had a movie being made about my life, I might be a little more tempted to be uh, full of myself. Maybe I, we all need to admit our own difficulties. But he really wasn't. Both of them as a couple, they, were just, they just seemed sweet. Uh, he had talked about how his wife was probably going to cry again when she sees the movie because they lived through the events depicted in the movie. And while a lot of movies do fictionalize uh, aspects of their characters' lives, even when they're based on a true story, he indicated at the time that about 85% of the movie was very true to form, was really a good reflection of what they had experienced. It's interesting from an apologetics perspective in terms of seeing an invest investigative journalist actually look at the facts and go through the facts of the resurrection. Are the historical documents, meaning mainly the Bible, are they reliable? Uh, can they be trusted, even if you don't believe in miracles, at least as historical records? Uh, he talks to a medical doctor. Is it actually seem, does it seem to be an actual legitimate death as depicted in the Bible? Or possibly did he survive the crucifixion and so it's not really a resurrection as much as some sort of non-miraculous survival. He goes through all these details and it's not really spoiling anything to say, I don't think, that he does change his mind and come to believe in the fact of Jesus Christ's resurrection. After all, the movie's called The Case for Christ. Uh, not the case against Christ, so he does come to certain conclusions. As far as movies go, it was better made, it seemed to me, there's a personal judgment, better made than what you see for a lot of quote-unquote Christian movies. The acting, I thought, was really, really well done. 
Not all the details are accurate. For instance, uh, I believe that actually Jesus Christ died from the spear thrust as opposed to the spear thrust while he was being crucified as being mere evidence that he had died. Uh, there's good reason to believe that, by the way. But it's a compelling movie in the sense that it helps to demonstrate that Christianity, the belief in the resurrection, is rooted in facts. It's not rooted in mythology. They're real facts of history that, like any other fact of history, can be examined, just, just like we do for other historical claims. But personally, my one beef, and this beef might be too strong a word, but I think there's something important here, is that it doesn't go far enough. You know, for someone to take what the world is saying about the resurrection of Jesus Christ and to dive in and use these investigative tools to find out, did he really live? Did he really die? Was he really crucified? Uh, did he actually rise from the grave? To do all that work and then to stop there is a huge mistake. I want to say, go, Lee, go, go further. The message that Jesus Christ brought, is it also what everyone says it is? Or is it something completely different? Uh, the message he brought, the things he taught, the way of life that he instilled within the organization, the church that he founded. Is it what the world says it is? Or is it something completely different? That's the message I'd like to see. That's what I'd like to see him apply his investigative journalism to try and find out. Hopefully you will. You can start, actually, at tomorrowsworld.org. Thanks for watching. We look forward to seeing you again soon.